Welcome to the Fly Chat Podcast, where we help local businesses understand how to grow their business from the comfort of a keyboard. Let's go. Welcome to another week of the Fly Chat Podcast. This week, I am super excited because we're getting to talk all about a topic that's helped a lot of our clients that we've seen a lot of success in, and that is SEM. You might be sitting at home wondering, what in the world does SEM even stand for? Well, SEM stands for search engine marketing, and basically those are the ads that you see on search engines. So say you go to Google, you go to Yahoo, you go to Bing, and you search, and you see those preferred promoted listings up at the top. That's a Google search ad. We'll talk more about what those mean and and how we run them and things like that here in a little bit. But for now, I just want you to kind of quickly understand what they mean. Um, But one thing I do want to encourage you with before we get into the stats portion of our podcast is if you have been burned by Google ads in the past or SEM search engine ads in the past, I just want to ask you to give this podcast a chance. We're going to give you some tips and some tricks that may help solve the issues that you had in the past. Maybe you paid too much money. We're going to try to give you some tips to help you have a lower cost per click and get to pay less money. Maybe you just didn't have the results you were looking for. We're going to try to give you tips to help you get results that match what you're hoping to get. So bear with us, stick around, and listen to some of the tips and tricks we have. So first things first, I want to get into stats. So here's some stats. We're going to talk a lot about Google Ads today because Google Ads are currently the biggest provider of search advertising. So we're going to talk a lot about Google Ads just because they're the biggest right now. They're arguably one of the most efficient in how they run it. And so we're going to talk about them a lot. So the first stat we want to talk about is that two in five small to medium-sized businesses are running search ads. So what does that mean for you? That means that really about 40% of businesses are running some type of search ads. That, to me, shows a lot of opportunity out there. That means that a majority of businesses that are your size aren't running them. They're not using them. So definitely something to think about there. The next one is that more than 50% of people between the ages of 18 to 34 can't differentiate an ad from an organic result on Google. So that's by design. So Google has created their ads to look very similar to the organic results with the exception of the little ad bar right beside it. It looks very similar to an organic result because they want people to get the results you're looking for, get the answers you're looking for, and Google exists to help the searcher. So if you are doing something that is good for the person searching, Google wants to show you and wants to get your information to that searcher. So the next one is, the stat's a little more complex, but they they did a survey and they asked people, why do they click on paid ads? And here's kind of some of the responses they got. 33% of people said they click on an ad because it answers a question. So when you're creating an ad, make sure that you're answering someone's question. If somebody's curious about where's the best plumber near me, answer that question in your ad. The next one is 26% of people said they clicked on an ad because it mentioned a brand that was familiar. So this kind of takes us to a different path, but it shows why it's so important to create a brand and doing that through things like display advertising doing it through social media, doing it through a good website. Because when people are familiar with your brand and they go to a search, they go to a search in a time of need, 
a thing to know about searches is nobody is just searching because they just want to search. They're searching because they have a need. And so let's say somebody is looking because they got home tonight and there's a hole in their roof. They're going to look for a roofer because they need that fixed. If your brand is familiar to them, you stand a better chance of getting that click, getting that customer, and getting that revenue. The next one on here is that 20% of people clicked on a Google search ad because it was listed higher than other results. So the perks of ads is that you pay for that ad space. If you're in those top couple of ad spaces, you're at the top of the page. And so that allows people to see you quicker, get the answer quicker, and in turn, get to your website quicker. And then the last one is that 19% of people said they clicked on a Google ad because they had a compelling title or description. We see it time and time again with businesses that we work with where they're like, I'm not getting the clicks I want. I'm not getting people to my website as much as I want to with my Google ads. I don't think Google ads work. And then we look at what they were currently running for their title and their description. And there's just not a lot there. There's not a lot of information or a lot of catchiness to make a customer actually want to go to that page. So one of the things that we that we tell our customers is your ad is your digital storefront on a search engine. Because when people search, they're seeing a bunch of options. There's 10, 15, 20 options depending on the search engine that they can go look at. So does yours intrigue them? Is yours compelling? So making sure that you have a good title and description will help you get better results, get more efficient clicks, and get customers to your site. So now we're going to break this into a couple of questions because we think that it's beneficial to answer the questions that we have heard people have in the past as it relates to search engine marketing. So the first one, you may be asking, what is search engine marketing? So a quick description of this would be that search engine marketing relates to ads that show up on search engines in a promoted or paid manner. To give a simpler example of this, think about a Google search. If you typed in something right now, you would see a few listings at the top of the page, and they have that little indicator beside them that says ad. Those are search engine marketing ads. The next question you might be asking yourself is, why would someone choose to do SEM? So here's a couple reasons that we think. One is that they're just starting out, and they want a a way to quickly target keywords and phrases that matter to their business. So when you're first starting, organic optimization, which we talked about In the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go give it a listen. We talked about organic placement, but that takes time. That could take six months to a year to get good organic placement. Now, some businesses don't have that much time to wait. So as an alternative, many businesses who do SEM are doing it as a way to push higher into the search results in a paid manner. Eventually, the organic will take the place of some of those paid ads. But to start out, they really focus on paid ads. The next reason that someone would do SEM is they're in a competitive market or field that's difficult to organically rank for. So what that means is maybe you are are a lawyer, and there's a lot of lawyers in places, and there's more each and every year as people graduate from law school. It's a competitive field to rank in. Sometimes if you're brand new in the law profession and you're trying to rank organically, it's going to take a long time, and you may never get to the spot that you desire on those organic searches. However, If you have the budget to do so, you can pay 
and get to that top of that space with those ads. You can run ads for niche markets that you cover. You can run it for certain topics or phrases that are important to your business and help you find customers and get customers and generate leads before you can actually rank organically there. The third one is they want to inject new life into their marketing and generate more leads for their business. We see this one commonly too, where businesses are running running and doing everything they can and, and running their business the best they can, but they look and they go, you know what, we're just not getting enough business. We're not getting enough leads for our business. That's when some of them will turn to SEM or Google Ads. Because they can see the benefit of putting some budget behind that, getting higher on the search results, and generating more customers. And so if you're sitting there and you're going, you know what, that sounds like me. I need to generate more business. I need more leads. Then Google Ads is a great way to do that. And we would love to help you. We're going to put a link at the in the description of this podcast to help you contact us if you do have more questions or you want to talk about working with us on stuff like this. But Google Ads are a good way to inject some life into your marketing. So the next question you might be asking is, what even goes into an SEM ad? What are the components? So there's a couple components. The first one's the title. So that's the thing that you see up at the top. Usually that's a different color on a Google ad. And that might say, number one plumber in Fayetteville, Arkansas. You're going to have some type of description there. Probably has your name in there somewhere, but you got your description. The next is your URL. That's where somebody is going to go if they click that link. This is where it's important to have a URL that is simple, but also relates to your business in some way. If you are ABC Roofing, but your your website is I do roofs, how about you 1234.com, that's not going to look as good in an ad. So you want to make sure it's simple and has something to do with your business. The next thing is description. So the description part of the ad is where you talk about what is somebody actually going to get if they click your ad and go to your website. This could talk about a special offer you have. It could talk about a service that you offer. It could be a variety of different things, but it's important to make sure you have a description that is intriguing and entices people to come to your website and learn more. The next thing that we're going to talk about is extensions. Um, Extensions are a part of an ad. There's a couple different types of extension. There's what's called call extensions, which is just a phone number um, where you see a phone number on on your ad. You could click that to call very quickly, get the results you want. The next one's a ratings extension. That's where you see your Google rating. Uh, you see your your reviews and your ratings and things like that. Then there's a call-out extension. Call-out extensions talk about different th- services that make you stand out. So that could be that you offer free delivery, um, that you offer free estimates, that you're a Google Premier Partner, or that you are Google Google Guaranteed, different things like that. Then the next thing is service extensions. Service extensions are where you talk about what services you offer. Like, what do you do? Do you offer, if you're a roofer, repairs, or do you strictly do new roofs? Uh, Making sure that you list your services there. And the last one is a site link extension. That is where you could have links on your ad that take people deeper into the website. Maybe you have a, a services page. Somebody could click that services site link extension and go straight to your services page. Maybe it's a contact page. Maybe it's different locations inside of your page. You can click that and somebody can go directly into that area. So the next question we get commonly is, how do I get charged for an SEM ad? 
SEM ads are commonly referred to as PPC, which stands for pay-per-click. So long story short, you get charged each time someone clicks your ads. Now, the cost per click varies based on a variety of factors, including keyword relevance, landing page relevance, and landing page quality. So keyword relevance, what that means is, are the keywords that you're trying to be found for relevant to your business, relevant to your ads, are they relevant? So if you're a a contractor, but you're trying to be found for a bunch of terms that have nothing to do with contractors, it's not going to be very relevant. The next thing is landing page relevance. So that kind of ties into keyword relevancy, but is one of those that we see businesses kind of slip on some. Landing page relevance means, are you sending somebody to a page that has to do with what your ad says, what your keywords say? Is it all relevant with each other? So for instance, let's say that you're doing an ad for pink tennis shoes. And when I go and I click your ad, all your page talks about is yellow tennis shoes. That's not very relevant because I'm looking for pink tennis shoes and you're just talking about yellow tennis shoes. Now, here's the crazy part about this. If you have a competitor and you're both willing to spend the same amount of money, but your page talks about yellow shoes and the competitor talks about pink shoes and somebody searches for pink shoes, that competitor is going to have a better chance of being that top result and might even pay less money for that top result than what you'll pay. And the last one is landing page quality. So landing page quality is just, do you have a good landing page? Is it easy to read? Does it provide information? Is it a high quality a high quality page? Does it load fast? There's a bunch of different factors there, but making sure that you have a quality page that people actually want to look at. The last thing that we have for you is not necessarily a question, but just some things that we think you should know about SEM. So SEM is most effective when paired with a good website and a competitive budget. So when we say that, we mean that you need to have a good website. Your website needs to be fast. It needs to have good content. It needs to be easy to navigate because all those things will play into that cost per click we just talked about. And if you have a bad website and somebody clicks on your Google ad, the odds of them staying there and interacting with your website aren't very good. So making sure you have a good website. And the next thing we talked about on that is having a competitive budget. So we see it time and time again where somebody comes in and says, Google Ads didn't work for me. And we ask them, why why do you say that? Why do you feel as though Google Ads didn't work for you? And one of the things they come back with is, well, I spent this much money and it didn't work. And what we find out is that budget is way lower than what their industry requires. So let's say, for instance, you're like, I just want to spend $50 on Google Ads. And your cost per click Every time somebody clicks your ad, it costs you $50. That means you're only getting one click. That's not very good odds to get a customer out of that. So making sure that you have a competitive budget is really important. The next thing we think you should know about SEM is that SEM is competition-based and is an auction system. So it's important to be realistic about your place in the market and your ideal customer. So one of the things that we commonly see is we work with businesses and They'll try to compete with businesses who are way outside of their their field or way outside of their level. So let's say that you run a small electronics store and you want to run Google Ads. And we ask you, who are you wanting to compete with? Who do you view as your competitor? And you tell us Best Buy. Best Buy's budget and what they're able to do with their marketing team, things like that, are way higher than the local store that sells electronics. So it's really important to understand your place in the market, but then even more so, it's important to understand your ideal customer. 
So who is that person you're going after? If you're trying to target a customer who's not your ideal customer, won't actually value what you're offering them, you're going to waste a lot of money and a lot of clicks because the people will see your ad, they'll click on it, and they'll read what you're about, and they'll go, ah, that's not what I'm looking for. So making sure you understand your ideal customer is really important. The next thing that we think you should know about SEM is that in some scenarios, negative keywords can be utilized to ensure you don't get clicks or impressions on searches that don't matter to your business. So where this comes into play is let's say that you have a you have a golf store and you sell golf equipment. However, you don't actually sell golf clubs. You sell all the other stuff. You sell golf bags, you sell golf shoes, golf apparel, golf balls, but you don't sell golf clubs. We would want to make sure that we put a negative keyword in there for clubs or certain brands of clubs that you may not sell. And so we want to make sure that we go in there and we put negative keywords so that your ads don't show for things that you don't want to be found for. So negative keywords are really helpful in getting you the ideal audience and raising the effectiveness of your ads. The next thing we think you should know about SEM is that SEM can be difficult and mistakes in how you set up and run your Google ads can be costly. So what we've seen is over the last couple of years, search engines have have added a lot of automation to make things easier because there were a lot of stories of people going in and trying to run their own Google ads and spending a lot of money and getting very little result. So search engines have tried to address this by adding a lot of automation. However, the thing that automation still to this day can't necessarily understand is your ideal customer, how your landing page is designed, who you want to who you want to target what what you want to say, what your offer is, and how you write your ad copy. So a lot of those those ads that we see automated don't get the results that we think somebody could actually get because they're lacking in web design. They're lacking in understanding their target audience and they don't have a background in how to write good ad copy. So those are things that we we think you should know about SEM. We've kind of given you some tips today, but we know that at the end of the day, pulling out your credit card and signing up to do Google ads can be a scary endeavor, especially if you feel like you don't possess the knowledge to effectively run the ads. That is why companies like ours exist. We are here to help you grow your business. And one of the ways we do that is through search engine marketing. Not only is our goal to get you the best results possible, but to also educate you so that you understand why we are deploying certain targeting methods and strategies. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and you want to run Google ads, you can see the benefit of them. You want to see those results, but you don't know how to get started. Reach out to us. You can always email us at hello at customerswhostick.com. That's customerswhostick.com. Reach out to us. Send us an email. We'd love to talk to you about this. We'd love to help you out. You can always also go to our website. We have forms on there that you can submit to learn more about Google Ads, um, SEM, and how it works. We really hope this podcast has helped you today. Um, And if it has, please leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Share this with people who you think need to hear it because our goal here is to help businesses just like yours grow and understand these tools that are at their disposal to grow their business. So we hope that you've enjoyed this today. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening to the Fly Chat Podcast. We'll talk to you all in a couple weeks. Stay fly. Stay fly.